Nora Speaks is a weekly podcast that tugs at the soul and consciousness of the Black community. With show topics such as youth empowerment, education, women's impact, and civic engagement, Nora Speaks challenges the listener to not only join the movement, but be the movement. On the show, you'll learn from insightful guests who have demonstrated capacity in these fields and more, and I'm your host, Nora Muhammad. Welcome to the show. I'm, I'm grateful to be on your show, and it is a movement because I think it comes to a point where, yes, you want to um, make money, but really it's not about that. Really it's about what what you have. Is it going to better people? Mm-hmm. If what you're putting out is going to answer a need for someone. And it has to go beyond you. And really, mm-hmm. you have to focus on, you have to change your focus to focusing on other people and what is this going to do for other people. So what whatever I did, I really wanted it to be, to, to I really wanted it to solve a need. Right. And, um, and not just be, you know, some other product on, product on the shelf. This week, I welcome Suleha Turner to Nora Speaks. Suleha is the creator of Essential Nutrients, a line of all-natural hair care products. In this episode, Suleha and I not only discuss Essential Nutrients, she also opens up about the creation of her line and the vision she has to impact others. Suleha is a radiant and beautiful sister who recognizes that serving others is a crucial ingredient for success. She motivates, and as you will hear in this episode, she educates. Now here is my conversation with Suleha Turner. Welcome to another episode of Nora Speaks. I am joined by a beautiful sister, Sister Suleha Turner. Hi, everyone. And welcome to the podcast, sister. I'm so glad to have met you and talk with you. And just from our first interaction, I, you just had this beautiful presence, this oh, beautiful energy, you. and that beautiful yellow. Oh, so you. I'm grateful to have you on the podcast to talk about your journey, talk about your product and the services that you offer in hair care. Yeah, so I mean, I'm grateful to be on the show. And, um, you know, like I said, I really did have a vision of someone interviewing me. I did not know where that was going to come from. So I'm totally grateful. And um, I'm so happy that we met at yes. the um, the Lemonade Conference. And, you know, every, nothing happens by accident. So it's like a new friendship being built. So <laughs> yes. I love it. Yes. So, t- so tell the audience about you, uh, your background, and what you do. Well, my, my name is Suleha Turner. I'm a, originally from Indianapolis, Indiana. And I am a hair, hairstylist. And I originally moved here to Philadelphia, um, I used to bake. I had a baking business. And then I also, as a teen, was always into um, in the beauty industry. I was a model, and then I was a hairdresser as well at a very young age. And then once I became Muslim, I actually let a lot of that go because I couldn't really figure out how to fit the beauty industry into Islam at the time because I was young. Right. So I kind of just let everything go. So when I moved to Philadelphia, I started baking and I had a baking business called Suleha's Homemade Sweets. And so, but it really was great. I loved it. And then 
later on, I just felt like, well, you know, they have, there's something else there that I'm not touching that's like my passion, passion. Like, this is really what I'm supposed to do. And so I went back to cosmetology school and then everything after that just really started opening up. Mm-hmm. And so I'm back in the beauty industry, but I'm in the beauty industry in a different way. Right. And so that's a little bit of my background as far as how I got into the beauty industry again. And, um, you know, you know, as I was in cosmetology school, I started to get a little ill mm-hmm. and it, you know, and so I, my product line essential nutrients came from, um, just my own, um, trying to really get healthy for myself. Mm-hmm. And then once I found something really good and um, I just started being inspired to continue it, I finally got something that was good to offer to the public. So talk about that. You, you talked about yourself getting ill, and um, I'm not sure how much you want to share of that piece of your journey. Um, but you determined that you needed to start creating products for yourself that were homemade instead of using things that we would find over the counter in supermarkets or beauty supply stores. So how did you, how did you know what resources, what research did you do? How did you know what to, what, what items to put together to create this beautiful, uh, you you know, your essential nutrients. I mean, it's wonderful. I use it, you know? So how did you find uh, the resource? What resources did you go to, to put that together? So really, you know, it started out, I've always been a mixer, a mixer-upper. You know, I've always been mixing stuff <laughs> yeah. together as far as definitely with baking. Mm. And then um, I always had a knowledge of essential oils, okay? okay? So what when it started with me just doing a lot of research. So it really started with me going online and finding things that didn't have petroleum, mineral oil, and soy, Mm-hmm. Because soy contributes to the fibroids that women grow. Mm-hmm. And I suffered from fibroids. So I wanted to find products that didn't have soy in it, petroleum, and mineral oil. And what's wrong with petroleum and mineral oil? Well, petroleum and mineral oil, both of those are cancer-causing oils. And they're not really natural. Mm-hmm. And they're used more so to for fillers of um, ingredients so that the manufacturer can really charge more money for less quality of a product. Right, okay. Right. So though because they were health has a health hazard next to the soy, I just cut it all out. Okay. Okay. So with doing the research, I, when I was going out to search research, I said, okay, well, I can hardly find anything without these in it. I mean, mm-hmm. everything has it in it. Yes. And so my clients would come to me and ask, well, you know, Suleha, what can I use when I leave here? And I really couldn't give, I, I really couldn't recommend anything for them to use. Mm. And so I would find myself saying, you know what, let me get back to you. Um, and as soon as I find something, just let me get back to you and I'll let you know. But I really could never find anything. So... And I was still searching for myself. So what happened was I was doing all this research and the creator just started to speak to my heart. Mm. So over a period of three years, I, with all the research that I got, the creator was inspiring me on how to really put these ingredients together. Okay. So I have went through several different productions of 
my product of the aloe shine hairdress of the liquid shimmer hair oil because every time that I thought it was complete mm -hmm. I would get another inspiration as to how mm -hmm. to change it yes okay so I didn't initially put it out because number one I wasn't confident but it didn't but I wasn't confident but for whatever reason I knew that it wasn't the best that it could be okay so right. I so I never put it out so then I just kept getting revel you know in inspirations and finally I, I I got something that was good enough to to um, use as a hairdresser but also something that was good enough for my clients when they leave yes. it didn't have those in ingredients and it was light mm -hmm. it absorbed it stopped the breakage you know it did everything that I had imagined that a hair product should yes. do yes so once that was done um davida from empowerment now empowerment okay. now she had a, a a conference that she was doing and i mean i have davida garfield davida garfield yeah mm -hmm. and so you know i was just like i got to do this yes for whatever reason i was like i'm gonna do this you know and i was a part of the um the circle of greatness and she was also a part of the Circle of Greatness. So when and I what heard, is the Circle of Greatness? So the Circle of Greatness is a a program that was started by Nehemiah Davis, and it's for people who want to be inspired mm -hmm. to either start their own business or start their oh. a nonprofit, or you know just anything that you want to do. He has a program set up to give you, connect you with the right mentors, nice. um, the right classes, the right people. So I got connected with that group and right. we would meet every Thursday night um, and we would meet via Zoom. Mm -hmm. And so yeah. she was also a part of that program. Mm -hmm. So when I heard that she was doing that, I was like, I got to do it. I, I just have to. So I, I said, but I don't, I don't know how to launch. Right. Like it's official. Like I'm going to do an official launch and I didn't really know how. So I found um, Halima de Oliveira. She's the owner of BUNHD. And I um, always follow her on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And I finally was like, you know what? I have to humble myself because I obviously need a coach. Right. Because for many years, I didn't think that I needed a coach. I was just like, I got this. Mm -hmm. but, but really, when you're trying to start a business, you need a coach. Yes. And you need someone to kind of help you. So I contacted um, Halima. And uh, she had two weeks to get me ready. And so with her, you know, getting me ready, um, she was asking me different things about my product, you know, how to really talk to, how to really explain to people what's in my product. Right. But um, so it took two weeks to actually get me ready. But in that time, um, it seems like, you know, God was just working with me because in two weeks I had labels. In two weeks mm -hmm. I had my bottles. In two weeks I had my whole table set up. Yes. And so... I um, was just, it was just an amazing experience because I was ready on that day. Yes. And you would have never known that <laughs> two weeks prior, you know, I didn't have anything. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? So that's how it all got started. But also too, just listening to my, listening to God speak to me and trusting mm -hmm. that. That's how Essential Nutrients came out. And you're seeing a... Um, you're seeing a summary of that experience, yeah. really, a summation of that experience. So once I was putting together my products, the the very last night, I put the last lid on the bottle <laughs> and 
God spoke to me and said, this is essential nutrients. And when I got that in my heart, I knew that this was my company and this was it. And, um, I could stand by this and, um, I could put this out to the public and not worry about this. So that that's what happened. And so this is what you guys are using. <laughs> what a wonderful journey. That is, that's beautiful. I mean, you, you said so much and, um, I guess just, just backing up, uh, talking about sister Halima and, and having a coach and the value of a coach. You talked about humbling yourself. A lot of us, uh, have, you know, passion projects or, uh, or, or ideas that are just, you know, in our womb, just begging to be born. Mm -hmm. And so talk about the impact of having a coach, because there's a lot of people who are critical of that. You know, they think that it's, um, it's, uh, you know, people just taking advantage of, of individuals, you know, and robbing them Mm -hmm. essentially. And there are a lot of people online who are saying, you know, you know, uh, take my webinar and I'll help Mm -hmm. you make a million dollars in two weeks. Mm -hmm. But talk about the experience that you had through your coach in, in preparing you and, and any advice that you'd had for other up and coming entrepreneurs? Well, I think, you know, really when you think about having a coach, um, initially you think that, like I said, you think that you have it, you know, that your idea is the best. But when you have a coach, the coach is able to see the things that you do not see because there's always a blind spot in some of your ideas. And so the coach is actually able to see those blind spots, but take those blind spots and kind of bring it into what you, what you really want. So they kind of ignite a little bit of some new ideas that you may not have been thinking of. And so that's one thing to me that was um, important about having a coach is because they can see some things that you cannot see. That's one. And then two, you can't do everything really kind of by yourself. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's where the humbling part comes, you know, being ready to, accept what someone is telling you and the criticism that they give you without thinking that that person is against what your idea is. Right, okay. That right. was one, the, the second thing. And then the third thing is that you need someone in the initial stages to hold you accountable for your idea. Mm. That means that you need someone that's going to give you a little bit of their energy to propel you forward right. because every time you cannot, all the time you can't be propelled forward by your own energy. You need a little bit of other people's. Right. Like you need a group, you need a friend, you need a, well, not a friend, but you need a, I mean, I'm not saying that you don't need friends because you guys need friends, but <laughs> you need a coach that's specifically there for that. So for me, I realized, wait a minute, I need a little bit of her fire. I need a little bit of her energy in these initial stages of growing I need her to call me and hold me accountable. I need her to call me and say, are the labels ready? I need her to call me and say, let me see your advertisements. Let me see your business cards. Mm -hmm. Let me see. You know, we we were talking via Zoom and she wanted to see what I was doing. Let me see your bottles. Let me see your labels. You understand? So she right. could say, I don't like that. I think you should change that. Do this. You know, and so she would send me pictures and ideas of how, you know, things could look for my business. And so in the initial stages, I needed that. Right. Okay. I needed a little bit of her fire. So I think in the beginning, when you have these ideas that are bubbling, you need a group and you need a coach mm-hmm. because you need to borrow a little bit of their energy that you may not always have to push you forward, right. to hold you accountable, 
to your own idea. Yes. And sometimes I think like if it's uh, if you have an idea and it's in the beginning stages, you don't necessarily have enough energy. And that's why it hasn't been kind of birthed out yet. Right. So, but when you get a little piece of someone else's energy and someone else's fire um, that they have for their own business and they're willing to give you a little mm-hmm. piece of it, it really can push you far. Right. And so that's why I think everybody who has a, a baby that hasn't been born yet, you know, some type of idea for your company, your business, your nonprofit, whatever you're doing, your book, your jewelry business, whatever, you need a, a coach. Okay. And I think that you, um, I, I, the only thing is that I just trusted her immediately off mm-hmm. of watching her in the past. Mm-hmm. And so I think that you want to choose wisely and when I, meaning that you want to give us some time to make sure this is a good fit for right. what you want. Don't just go around choosing a coach, mm-hmm. but you need someone that's going to be like a really good fit for you. Mm-hmm. And you will be inspired by, by a law, by God to, to have that and to do that. So mm-hmm. you're not alone because anytime you have an idea, it is coming from a law, yes. meaning a law is working through you to put something out here in the universe for somebody else. Right. And so you have to think of it like that. So with Essential Nutrients, I knew that no matter what, this was answering a question or a prayer for somebody mm-hmm. else, not just for myself. You know, so when I looked at it, I said, well, you know, Allah is working through me because he was inspiring me for these, for the my measurements, for my ingredients, for everything. And so when I felt that, I said, okay. This is bigger than me. Right. This is for uh, this is for all these other people. Well, I, I'm so glad you said that because one another thing that I wanted to talk about is the research that you did, the knowledge that you have um, with the harmful effects of using soy and mineral oil. And I just saw an interview on a, a national television show where there was a, uh, a a breast health expert. She was talking about breast cancer and breast health and dietary changes that we can make. And one of the products that she suggested using was tofu, which we know is soy. Yes. And, and, and see, so we have people in, in, in positions that we should trust, but we can't always trust them because, yeah. you know, she's saying this on national television and, and we know about the effects of soy. Right. So for us to have you to do all of the work, to do all of the <laughs> research, you know, because we have to be able to, 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 uh, to, to use products that we trust from mm-hmm. people that we trust. Because how many times, and, and I do this with my children when we go to the supermarket, see, it says natural flavor. Mm-hmm. That means the peach is a natural flavor, right? You know what a peach tastes like, so this drink is going to taste like peach, but the flavoring it's is not thing. natural. Exactly. So we see products that say all natural, Mm-hmm. And they may not be. We see products that are labeled organic that may not be. So by us being able to have a sister in the position and take the time and the sacrifice to do the research for us, you know, I'm grateful for that. And I think when you talked about um, being able to recognize that this was greater than you, that Allah, God was pushing you to do something that's going to benefit others. To me, that's what community is. Yeah. And I think I think the thing about it is, Whatever you're going, whatever I, you or anyone else is going to do, you know, is it's you want to put something out good that's going to make people better and make people healthier. So for me, it was like, okay, my clients have fibroids. Mm-hmm. I suffered from that. So if I'm suffering from it, they are also suffering from it. 
You know what I'm saying? And someone and some of them have come to me and they have them. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to just cut it off. Let's just do this, you guys. Let's just use this because this is safe. But then I also had to, anything that I produced, I, I still wanted it to come from the mindset of a hairdresser. Because mm. as a hairdresser, we, we have to have certain qualities in our product. It cannot be heavy. It needs to be light. It needs to smell good. Mm-hmm. And from my perspective, it needs to be healthy so that I could just, it could be worry-free. Right. I don't have to worry about its effects on me touching it, getting it on my skin. I don't have to worry about right. the effects that it's going to have on my clients in the long run. Right. You know what I mean? I don't have to worry about that. You know, creating a medical bill for mm. my clients. And so that was really something that, was important to me and has grown deeply um, important to me that everything that I use as far as my moisturizer, things that are going to stay on your body, those things I try to make, you know, as really as healthy as possible without those ingredients, because I, you know, that's what anything that's going to stay on your skin and be absorbed every day. You want it to be really as healthy as possible. Yeah. I've, I've heard it once and I, I agree with this that if you put it on your skin you should also be able to eat it yeah yeah <laughs> right? exactly exactly mm-hmm. I mean and, I mean and not necessarily literally but really it just needs to be healthy enough to mm-hmm. where you recognize the ingredients and you recognize it as a um, a food a right. a, a, a ingredient that Allah created mm-hmm. not an ingredient that a man created to use to put in a product for a profit to fill up the right. bottle so that they can charge 20 when the bottle actually costs five mm-hmm. and, well, you and know, then, you know, create a health issue down the line, but your medical bill costs 10,000. Exactly. So. Well, you know, it's, that's an important point because when we look at the chemicals or the ingredients in many, um, cosmetic products and even some of our food, those names are also the same names that you would find in, the ingredients of a prescription medication. So when we get the prescription medication from the pharmacist, he or she is obligated by law to tell us, to give us that counseling, mm-hmm. that this medication has this benefit, has this uh, side effect, and you know you could have this adverse condition. Legally, they're entitled to explain this, but when we're buying product from the uh, uh, beauty supply stores or from the supermarket shelves that have the same ingredients, because we have to compare we don't get that same counseling. Yeah. So a lot of the foods in the in the um, cosmetics we use on our bodies are in fact making us sick, like yeah, you said. It's making, and I think too, like um, I'm I'm really focused on trying to keep my reproductive organs healthy, mm-hmm. and that's really where I am. And I feel like a lot of women are suffering from a lot of things, are suffering from fibroids, and suffering from um, endometriosis. They're suffering from these things, and they don't have a way out. Yeah. They don't know what to choose. And a lot of it starts with our hair care and our body care. Yes. You know, and so anytime you, um, you know, are suffering from endometriosis or fibroids or anything like that, know that it starts with what you are using in your hair and putting on your skin. Mm -hmm. And it may not all the time, um, be ignited by what you're eating. Okay. Mm -hmm. But you want to change what you're eating as far as the soy is concerned because it's actually making your estrogen levels increase right. and then making, you know, fibroids. So my 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 company and my line is really geared towards keeping people healthy, allowing people to buy a product that's worry-free, 
and allowing people to be able to look at my bottle and read the read the ingredients right. and understand what they are, but also to um, making a product that people can just trust. You mm-hmm. can just walk up to it and buy it. Right. You know that what I have in it is like the essential of what's in the bottle, like the essential things that's going to make your hair healthy, yes. and that it's nutritious. So how's how's the community receiving essential nutrients? You know, I, by the grace of Allah, have not had anything but great reviews yeah. on the product so far. I, and I'm stunned by that. Yeah. And um, it lets you know how meant to be it was, right. you know, to do be in business for 11 months now, and people love it yes. because it settles... It, it, it answers to a need. Right. And the need is a daily moisturizer that's healthy and light and nutritious. Mm-hmm. That's the need. But I think a lot of people don't really understand what they need. Right. You know, right. so this this um, product line really addresses a need. Sometimes people are conscious of that need and sometimes people sometimes people are unconscious of the need. But it settles the heart. Mm-hmm. Right. As yeah. far as, you know, everything being in um, all the qualities of a of a good moisturizer being in one bottle. Yes. Like you don't have to use five different things to get a result. Right. You know, so the community has been great. Yeah. The response has been amazing. I couldn't have asked for anything more. So, I mean, it's, it's been a, a very beautiful ride, mashallah, mm-hmm. and I'm grateful for That's it. That's wonderful. You know, you, you're talking about answering a need. We, You're right. As consumers, we don't always know what our needs are. And so we have marketing that tells us what we should need. And what we should want. So for you to be operating in that same space, to give a competing message, that's necessary and that's important. And I think that's uh, one of the impacts that I see that Essential Nutrients is making. You have Now we have a, comp- a competitor to all of the other products that I won't name that we shouldn't be using, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, like, I have an example. Like, I had someone, you know, their hair was, like, very, very hard, very dry, and they used a particular oil. And they would always complain about this, about their hair being in a particular state. But they weren't aware of what they actually needed. Mm-hmm. But they, but subconsciously, they felt that that product was working for them. Although consciously out of their mouth, they're saying, my hair is dry, my hair is mm-hmm. breaking, my hair is this. They really don't like it. Mm-hmm. Right. But they don't be, but because they've read what it's supposed to do, it's like they're still waiting for the, for the, for the, uh, <laughs> yeah. they're still waiting for the, um, the description to kind of come through and save their hair. They're right. like, well, maybe if I give it another month, right. you know, it'll show up with shine and softness and body and, you know, not look so greasy. I'm going to wait on it. Yeah. So the thing about essential nutrients is you don't, there's no waiting period, you know, for mm-hmm. your hair to get soft, to shine and to be healthy. And so, um, people, so when I say that people don't know what they need, that's kind of what I mean. Yeah. You know, you're, you're continuing to use something that doesn't work, but you don't know that it's actually not delivering. Mm-hmm. And so uh, well, that's I, a lot of, t- you know, a lot of things, that's what I, a lot of times that's the question that the product is answering. And also as, as a trained hairstylist, you know, you studied hair and skin. So, you know, better than just somebody that's in the laboratory putting chemicals together, you know, as, as a consumer yourself, but also as someone who's an expert in the field. So we start our little girls out doing their hair, you know, and we use certain products. Um, so as a hairstylist, how would you advise mothers and fathers who have girls start 
uh, managing their hair. I mean, obviously, they need to be using essential nutrients. Absolutely. Right? <laughs> and, and if they're using essential nutrients, they should also see you for hairstyling and hair care. Uh, and Absolutely. what else would you say to them? Well, the thing is, you know, when you're working with your hair at home, the thing that's, you know, really important to me is finding a shampoo and a conditioner that's healthy, um, but that has two components, two important components, that it has a moisturizing component and that it has a protein component. Because the thing is, you want the product that you're using to keep your hair in balance. And keeping the hair in balance means that you need an aspect of moisture in the product, whatever that ingredient may be. It could be jojoba um, oil, it could be coconut oil, it could be um, babasu, it could be kupuasu, whatever they're putting in it, that's that's the the uh, moisturizing component. And then the, pro, the protein component, which would be keratin, which would be um, silk protein, which would be um, hydronated wheat protein. Those are your your strengthener. So when you have a product that has both protein and, and um, moisture, then the hair is always going to be balanced. That means that you're going to have hair that's going to flourish and it's not going to be dry or breaking because you have mm -hmm. both components in the bottle. So that's the first thing that I would say. Look for a product that has both of those components because it's going to guarantee that the hair is going to stay moisturized and that the hair is going to, um, you know, have strength. Um, and then also to hydration. Okay. So I'm going to put hydration first because I didn't put it in order. And then your shampoo and conditioner product choice that's mm -hmm. second because you always want to start internal. So as far as the children is concerned, really honestly making sure they have a balanced diet full of live foods. Mm -hmm. And I mean just the vegetables and the fruits um, and less, um, less of the um, processed foods. If you just do more fruits and vegetables, that's going to guarantee healthy skin and healthy hair, mm -hmm. okay, and water, okay? It's just make it simple. And then the other thing is, um, so you have your hydration for the water and your food and your fruits and vegetables, and then you have the right shampoo and conditioner choice. And then you need the right moisturizer, the daily moisturizer, because you're not washing your hair every day. Right. So what you want to do is you want a moisturizer that's going to hold in um, you want a, uh, a moisturizer that's going to hold in what you've done with your shampooing and conditioner, mm -hmm. holding the moisture for that. And so you want something that's going to go on top of the hair light, that's going to give it a very light coating of moisturizer. And that's what's going to seal in the moisture from your shampoo and your conditioning treatment. And that's what's going to give it the bring out the natural shine and, and keep the hair growing and flowing and stop the breakage and the shedding. So you want something that's natural that's going to do that. So you have a, you know, three great steps to do right. to maintain your children's hair mm -hmm. um, or to even maintain your hair. That's going to give you a good result. So, you know, if you're doing fruits and vegetables and you're hydrating, perfect. And then if you get a good shampoo and conditioner that has the moisture component and a mm -hmm. protein component, excellent. And then if you have a topical moisturizer that's, that's going to go on top of that and it's healthy and it's light and it's not going to cause health issues in the future, then you're just, you're on your way. So as a consumer and I'm going to the store and there's so many products today, um, before you could go to, let's say CVS, the drugstore, Walgreens, and you'd see some, but now the, uh, the products that are geared towards quote, ethnic 
black, African-American, multicultural is very, very vast. So uh, one, just because a product advertises that it has it, does it? And how would a consumer know specifically what to look for? Should we be looking for something that says it's a moisturizer? And should we be looking for something that says it has protein in it? Or are there specific ingredients that you uh, named that we should be looking for? So I think that it's going to say moisturizing. Mm-hmm. Generally, it says moisturizing, okay? But read the ingredients and make sure that even in the moisturizing explanation that it has a protein component, mm-hmm. okay? Because it, if it's a if it's mixed in, they're going to advertise it as moisturizing, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. If it's just specifically protein, someone needs only protein, then they're going to say this is a protein shampoo and okay. conditioner. That's just protein. Mm -hmm. So you want to see moisturizing as the um, explanation, okay? But you want to flip that bottle and you want to see if it has a protein component, which would be keratin, which would be um, hydronated wheat protein, which would be silk protein. Um, So those are the things that you want to look for on the back of the bottle. Okay. So your products, the Aloe Shine Hair Dress and the Liquid Shimmer Hair Oil, how can uh, listeners get get these products? Well, you guys, you can go to www.essentialnutrients.com. That's E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-N-U-T-R-I-E-N-T-Z.com. Okay. Or you can contact me on Facebook. I am under Essential Nutrients. Or Instagram. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely, you can um, direct message me um, anything that you want to ask me, any questions you want to ask me about my products. Um, you can definitely um, place an order on Instagram if you don't feel comfortable going on the website, but that is definitely how you would contact right. me. And I see also on Instagram you give a brief tutorial because I follow you on Instagram yes. as well. And so you're you're not just you uh, know you're not just an entrepreneur. You're also an educator. Yeah. So I see you doing uh, tutorials. You go in salons that you know carry your product line. You do tutorials. And why is that important to you to do? Because I think okay, first of all, if I put a product out and no one understands how to use it, they're gonna be like, this is not working. This is not <laughs> what she said. So the thing is. You, you have to remember, like, a lot of us, when we think of moisturizing or moisturizer, unfortunately, I feel as if though people are thinking of when we used to get a jerry curl. Mm, yes, okay, so when right. you, I mean, if you can remember back when people were getting jerry curls, it was like your hair had to be dripping. Yes. Like, you know, like I know, because I had one. <laughs> right. So if it wasn't like looking drippy yeah, and yeah. like all wet, yeah. then it wasn't moisturized, right? And I mean, because. You had to use the spray bottle of the S-Curl stuff every day to get it all, like, mm-hmm. dripping, mm-hmm. right? So we have that idea in our mind subconsciously that in order for a moisturizing product to look like it's moisturizing your hair, that it has to be greasy mm. and heavy and, 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 oily. Uh, and oily, okay? Mm-hmm. And I believe that comes from those Jerry Curl days. So, so as a hairdresser, that's not really how you're supposed to moisturize your hair, so I have to educate people on how to moisturize their hair mm-hmm. because to me, we're, we, we, we have an idea in our mind that we're just not aware of. So when you're using a moisturizing product, it, you should only be putting a thin film of moisturizing on, moisturizer on your hair. That is enough. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so you're just going to coat it just like a Teflon pan, but you only need a dime to a nickel size. So I try to educate people on that so that. They're not walking around, you know, over moisturized 
when technically yeah. you only need a little bit. And I and I want you, you know, want everyone to feel good about the product. So I actually have to really explain how to use it. Yeah. Because otherwise they'll be calling me up. Uh uh-uh, uh, this is not, you know, this is yeah. not the right thing. So that's why I try to educate people so you can get the best experience from it. Um, and then also too, just so you can understand that I'm really, that I really want to help yeah. and that I really want you, that I really want you to understand. And so that's why I generally go on Instagram and try to talk about the amount to use, mm-hmm. when to use it, how to use it, because that's really important. Yeah. So when you, you talked about the jerry curl, you made me flash back <laughs> to that scene in coming to America. Yes. <laughs> that's so, what I'm saying. You know, so, um, but so some store, some, um, salons here in the local area do carry your products. Do you want to? You know, give them a, sure. a shout out here. Sure. So right now, um, Miracles Natural Hair Salon um, carries my uh, essential nutrients products there. And so that was actually my first salon to carry my product. And um, I met her just out giving out my cards and mm-hmm. she wanted to have my product there. So right now it's at Miracles Hair Salon and, and I'm working on other salons having it. Like I was in conversation with another salon owner just recently. Um, and she um, was saying that she wanted me to come down and kind of talk about my product. So I am definitely in connection with some salons, um, and I have some ideas as the ones that I want to carry my product Mm -hmm. so that it moves forward in the salons. It's it's important. Yeah. So in Miracles is in Philadelphia. So any listeners who are in the Philadelphia area, East East South Jersey area, you know, shoot over to Miracles to uh, pick up essential nutrients. Yeah, and, and her, her address is, um, it's Miracles Natural Hair Salon, and she's located, give me one second, I'm going to get the address for you guys, okay. because I think that that's important to um, to go there. And I noticed you also, um, you were speaking at a, uh, a beauty school, educating um, students who are soon to be graduating. Well, you know what, that was a an, an amazing experience when I did that, because Of course, like you help people, um, but you don't always think that you're that you're ready Mm. um, to help anyone and to to talk to people about what they what they should do. And so when I went to the Mm. to do that, um, I did not think that I was really um, prepared. You know, I didn't think that I was ready. Yeah. But once I got in it, I, I actually was prepared. Yeah. And and they were able to get what they needed from me. And so that's, you know, at the end, when I looked back, I said, I was prepared. Right. And I was prepared to give them exactly what they needed, you mm-hmm. know? And so, you know, my advice, you know, is just that when an opportunity is in front of you, just take it yeah. because you may not um, think that you're prepared, but technically you are. And if you're, if you're asked, then sometimes that means that you're really actually prepared right. to do it. Right. So I was grateful for that opportunity and I'm still in contact with those students. And, um, and you know, we, they, they're able to ask me questions and I'm able to support them. Yeah. And so that's what, um, that's what I found about that. I, I enjoyed the opportunity, and the students were great, and I just had a, a great time. Right. I'm trying to get this address for you Well, you know, take you your guys. time. Take your time. <laughs> but, um, you know, Sister Suleha, one of the uh, reasons um, that I started this podcast is uh, I got a lot of encouragement from other people. You know, you need to, when are you going to start your uh, your podcast? And 
you know, sometimes you don't see it of yourself, Mm -hmm. you know, what other people see in you. Mm -hmm. And I think by you being asked to speak at that, um, you know, to those students, you know, you didn't think you were ready, but clearly the request showed you that you were. So I'm grateful that you, uh, you know, you stepped beyond what you thought you were ready for or your comfort zone Mm -hmm. and comfort level. And the work that I see you doing, I mean, you're an entrepreneur and, you know, you have a product that you want to sell because, you know, we, you know, you're a businesswoman, but also you're, you're making a great impact in the community. And even though, you know, you're based out of Philadelphia, I'm not just talking about the Philadelphia, I'm talking about the black community. Yes. Um, the, you know, your clientele and their family who use your products. And to me, that's what it is to be the movement. And, oh, yeah, and, and cool. I, I, I like to feature um, women and men who, in my opinion, based on the work they're doing and the impact that they're having on others as being the movement, and I want to thank you for I'm that. I'm so grateful. You're welcome. I'm, I'm grateful to be on your show. And it is a movement because I think it comes to a point where, yes, you want to um, make money, but really it's not about that. Really it's about what what you have. Is it going to better people? Mm-hmm. If what you're putting out is going to answer a need for someone and it has to go beyond you and really mm-hmm. you have to focus on you have to change your focus to focusing on other people and what is this going to do for other people. So what whatever I did, I really wanted it to be to to I really wanted it to solve a need. Right. And um and not just be, you know, some other product on product on the shelf. That's not where I was going with it. And so I think that that's why it was so successful is because in the beginning, yes, I did have something good, but then also I knew too that this would answer a need, and also I knew that it would help people as far as their health was concerned. Right, right. And then, I mean, everybody—if if you have something to put out, somebody wants that, and right. someone needs that, and we're, we're kind of all the same. So mm-hmm. if something is not meeting my need, mm. I, I mean, best believe it's about you know it's a hundred other people who are having the same thought right. that, that want that. Right. So that's what, um, when, I, when I think about it, when I get down sometimes or, you know, everything is not going how I plan, I think about that. If this is what I wanted, somebody it wants this too. And when I think like that, it makes me keep going. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that's what gets me going. And so I'm grateful to be on the show. It really is a movement. And we have to look beyond ourselves and think about what we can do for other people, yeah. how we can help other people. Because with with me having this product, I've helped my aunts. Mm-hmm. I've helped my cousins, right. my uncle. You know, if they use it on my uncle, use it in his beard or on his skin. So I'm helping a lot of people resolve a lot of issues yes. that that they that they're presently having or that they may have if they're using other things. Right. You know what I mean? So it is a movement and so I'm grateful to yeah. even be a part of this and it's been a journey and I love it. Yeah. But to get back to that address for Miracles Natural Hair Salon, it is at 2743 North 47th Street. And so she usually carries my travel sizes and some of my large sizes as well. So if you go there, just let her know Suleha sent you. That's right. <laughs> yes. You know, and you know that the movement you're talking about, I find that anytime we're being unselfish, can't lose. You can't lose. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. So uh, you said that you launched at the Vita Garfield Empowerment Conference, Empowerment Now Conference, 11 months ago? Yes. And I know Davida is rolling back around with another conference. Yes. Is there something you'd like to 
Well, the thing is that, um, so her conference was when I initially launched. Mm -hmm. And so I launched on August the 17th. And this one, this conference is August the 12th. So when she was doing this conference, I was like, I'm doing it. Because it's like, I'm going back to where it started. Mm -hmm. And so, but now she could see it in a new in its new way yeah. versus how it was when I first did her right. first event. <laughs> and so it's kind of like an anniversary celebration for me. Um, even though she's doing it as a celebration for her, I'm kind of like piggybacking off of it. And it's a celebration for me and essential nutrients because that's where I started. Yeah. And Davida Garfield had full confidence in me. She didn't even really know me. You know, she knew me from the group that we were in, but right. we had really never physically met yeah but immediately when I was emailing her and telling her what I wanted to do she was just like listen sis you got this you could do this I I have full confidence in you I'm looking forward to seeing you there and um you know it just went great and she was happy with everything I was just elated like I couldn't even believe it the response on day one Mm -hmm. was like yeah I mean you I, I couldn't have imagined it a better way I didn't think it was going to go as good as it was going to go because n- not one single person ever met me before. Well, you know, that's a big deal. To, <laughs> to, I mean, I mean, you were you were just starting your business. Yeah. And that, and you know, so like you said, you, I mean, you had to get the bottles, you had to get the labels. So that's a big deal to launch your product at a conference like that yeah. and like not knowing what to expect. Yeah, I mean, it was I was I was scared, but. I did not know that I would have a line at my table. Yeah. I did not know that um, I was an- able to really answer people's questions that was outside of my product line. Right. Like it was just a lot of things just started opening up inside of me from this company. Mm. And so that's how I realized that really, you know, it's really something that's amazing. And, you know, Allah's really changing me yeah. um, with this company. And that's how I know it's supposed to be here. And I think. You know, if you're going to do something, when when it starts to really impact you and change you and make you a different person, a better person, mm-hmm. change your character, change your circle, um, change how you feel about yourself, change mm-hmm. uh, when, when all those things start to happen, you know that that is meant to be here, you know, because it, it, it's meant to come through you for someone else. So that's why mm-hmm. I just know. And every time I get down, I just go back. I go back in my memory. That's right. I just revisit all the stuff. I revisit all the mystical experiences. Yeah. I revisit my circle. I revisit. I go down on my Instagram page. Yeah. I go down on my Facebook page. I look at my calendar from way back then. Yes. And it just really keeps getting me going and going. And so now, like, I can pretty much inspire myself in a way. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I think that, that that your business comes to a point where you can really just inspire yourself. And so when I get down, I just start looking at all my old stuff yeah. and then I, it takes me to the next level and I can do my next event and my right. next thing. And so with this coming up, this is going to ignite me for mm-hmm. two, the rest of 2018 yeah. and then some of 2019. So I'm looking forward to the fire and I'm looking forward, you know, to that the, the energy in that conference and I'm looking forward to uh, reminiscing yeah. about, you know, when I first was, when I was there already in 2017 on my first launch. So I'm just kind of like elated and also to it helped me to not have to do my own launch party 
Mm-hmm. Um, and so I can kind of just come in and kind of have my own party within her party. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that's what it allows me to do. And I'm grateful for it. She, yeah. she couldn't have did this at a better time. Yeah. Davida Garfield is wonderful. She listeners can go back to episode five. Uh, I spoke with her and she's just a beautiful and gracious uh, sister. So um, this episode will, uh, will uh, be available before the conference. So if listeners are interested and want to join DeVito Garfield's Empower Your Business conference, um, you can go to empoweryourbusiness.com. That's empoweryourbusiness.com. And not only will you be able to uh, meet Suleha in person mm-hmm. and pick up your bottles of the uh, liquid shimmer hair oil and aloe shine hairdress, but you'll also be in a room with other women who are doing some of the things that you may want to do. Uh, the idea that you have brimming in your belly and in your heart and mind, they can um, advise you, guide you, and uh, certainly you'll walk away enlightened and empowered. So if you're interested, certainly do support Davida Garfield and support yourself, and that is empoweryourbusiness.com. So I, I, I'm curious, is, are there any, is there a principle or a personal mantra that you, that you live by or that you refer to to, for me, I, I'll, I'll share mine. Um, it's uh, uh, the chapter in the Holy Quran, the expansion. And um, just part of that is uh, after difficulty comes ease. Surely after difficulty there is ease because as you talked about, sometimes you do have those lows where you might feel discouraged, but going back and revisiting all of your wins kind of pulls you out of that and, and, and reminds you, really, it's just a reminder. So is there any um, principle or personal mantra that you refer to? Well, the, the, the first thing that I always do before any event that I go to is I always pray. And I always ask Allah to open up their heart, open up the hearts of the people who are going to come to my line. Mm. Um, and I always ask Allah to give me the right words to say. Um, and I always ask Allah to um, to make everyone feel good when they come to my table. And so I always pray before I go to any event. And so that's a personal, like, I go into my room and I make a du'a. Mm-hmm. If I... Uh, if I don't go into my room, when I'm in my car, before I get out the car to go into the event, I make a dua about the event. And another thing is, even though I make a dua about the event, it may not always be. The, I, the, the success of it is not always what I imagine. True. You know, it's, it's generally sometimes completely different. You know, someone may not come to my table at all during the event. But they made a whole lot of people will come after I came home and Mm -hmm. unpacked everything, you know. So you can you so you you make your dua because every person that comes up to your table is from Allah. Everyone who's buying from you is from Allah. Everyone who hands out their the money to you, you give them the money back. It's still an it's still an exchange from Allah to Allah when when people when 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 we are when we are buying and selling with each other. So when I think of um, that, I mean that's my mindset when I'm going out. And so if nothing ever mm. goes the way I think, I trust that Allah knows the plan, mm-hmm. and I sit there as if though I was already successful. Right. Okay. I never look at it like, oh my God, this is not really good. You know, in the beginning, I was like that, you guys. So I'm not going to be a goody two shoes. But in the beginning, I was just like, oh, my God. You know, with certain events, I was like, 
what's going on? Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I prayed, I made the do I, and, you know, <laughs> I only got two, you know, two cells, you know, what's going on? And, and over time, I've grown to not waver mm-hmm. from my faith in what Allah is going to do for me at my events. I do not waver. I don't care if somebody only buys something for $15 or buys nothing at all. I sit there and I put myself in the hands of Allah for the entire event. Mm -hmm. And so I think that um, this journey really taught me about Allah too. How to have faith. Yes. How to have faith. And not to let your faith waver Mm -hmm. when things don't look how you think it should look. Because Allah knows how it should look. You know, you have to trust a lot to, um, with managing, since he, since he revealed all this stuff to me, he inspired me. He's all, he's obviously going to give me success. Right. So that's really number one. I pray, I, um, you know, maintain my faith through the entire event from the beginning to end. And then also I make sure that I keep in my heart that Allah knows better than me as to how I should be successful. And those are the three things mm-hmm. that I keep in my mind when I'm working. I think that's wonderful. And I think, you know, that is applicable in anything that we're doing, whether it's business, whether it's our relationships, whether it's work, whether it's our uh, activities, you know, um, child rearing. I think those principles are certainly universal. Yeah, and, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And you, you, you can't go wrong with that. Um, but, you know, those are that's, that's the mindset that I put myself in when I go. And then for at home, I just try to make sure that I feel good, you know, that I'm peaceful and that people who come to me, they can get a piece of that if they need it. Like I always try to really prepare myself to be able to have a little bit for someone else because everybody needs that. Somebody might need a little bit of my positivity. So I try to be you know, really positive when I'm standing at my table and, um, you know, just try to be there for people and be there for their questions. And, you know, they have other questions that have nothing to do with my product line. Mm -hmm. I need to be there to answer that because it's not about the money that I'm making that day, but it really is how, how am I, what am I advising people? How am I helping a lost creation? And it really is a service in a sense, you know, they're not buying my product you know, then it's, it's, it's really a service and they mm, need it. So right. you got to kind of be there, kind of just open to whatever, whatever, um, a lot is going to bring to your table, mm-hmm. but you have to be prepared spiritually, um, mentally and physically to endure the hours that you stand there. Um, and mentally you have to have yourself in a mindset of Allah's in control of this whole event. He got you there and uh, he he revealed the product to you. You know he got you to the event. He put you in the best spot. You could have been in the back. Now right, you in the front. Right, right. You know, so you could have been in the dark. Now you, but you in the light. You know, it's just like so many things that Allah worked out. You know, for me and you know even for others when they show up to these events that you just kind of got to give it to Allah. And I know it sounds like easy, mm-hmm. but. It's not easy, okay? It just gets easier right. because you kind of have to learn to trust That's right. a lot and not put so much trust in yourself. So so you just gave us some coaching right there. <laughs> <laughs> you just gave us some business coaching. So I, I don't want to skip over that you are also a hairstylist and you do hair and you travel and, 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 and uh, customers can come to you. you well, the thing is, so I have a small studio that 
I set up for my family and friends who did not want to be in a salon environment. Um, so I have my friends and my family that just want to be me and them by themselves. So I just set up a little space for them so they can have that. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people that I know, they don't want to be in a salon environment. Mm-hmm. They just want their alone time and they right. want to leave. So I created something that is not a salon. Meaning it, this is something that's not open to the public. Right. But I do try to make a space for my friends and my family to come because those are the ones that don't want to be in a salon environment or Muslimas mm-hmm. who uh, don't want to be out in the public. They want a private space. So I created something that, um, you know, it's a small work area for me to make my family it's and beautiful. my friends. It's Thank beautiful. you so much to make my family and friends comfortable because um, they don't always want to be in a salon yeah. environment. So, um, but I'm a hairstylist. I have been doing hair since I was 13 years old. And as I stated earlier, I let it go. And then Allah gave it back to me, but he gave it back to me better. He gave it back to me in a way that my heart can feel settled, in a way that um, I can really help um, Muslimas. You know, he just really reinvented the whole beauty industry for me so that I could, um, you know, when I when I got back into this, I really had a knack for modeling. I really did. And not when, you know, in the beginning, I, I never was thinking about becoming Muslim. You mm-hmm. know, I was a teen. I always always knew I was going to be a professional model. My mom was a professional mm-hmm. model. So I was really, I, it was just in my bones. Like, I, yeah. that's really what I was going to do. So I never really, I knew I was going to be in the beauty industry. So I never thought about that, that my life was going to take a turn. Yeah. Okay. And I think, you know, um, so when that happened, I really still had this like feeling inside my heart. Like I still, I still want to walk the wrong way. I still want to do this. So, um, there was a conference they had, they needed models for the conference. It was Islamic conference. And I said, you know what? I'm going to do this. So, but I was able to get that out of my spirit in an Islamic way. Yeah. You know, yeah. kind of like, you know, just settling my soul. So I was still able to do it, but in a, in a, in a space that was just, you know, for, you know, that really kept me in Islam and, but also kind of got it out of my, got it, got it off my heart and I could still be a model. Mm-hmm. So that's how that happened. And so, um, you know, I'm grateful for that experience too, because now that I got it out of my system, I just want to focus on hair. I don't, yeah. need, to walk, <laughs> I don't even need to walk down a runway. Like that was enough for me, you yeah. know, but I had to get it out of my system. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, but I was allowed to do all this stuff still in the fold of Islam. And so that was like perfect for me, you know, mm-hmm. being in the beauty industry, but able to, you know, a lot making it in a way that I could view it from Islam and stay in it without, yeah, I, you know, becoming vain. Yeah, and, and becoming vain and, and uh, making a compromise. I think, you know, we're kind of circling back from where we started talking about, you know, the beauty industry having space. And sometimes we have to make our own spaces, yeah. right? And and that's what many of us have done. And I see a lot of uh, Muslim sisters who are designing and having shows, you know, all around, not just the country, the world, mm-hmm. you know, because there is a space for us. Yeah. And we want to see us. You know, so I think that's important. And I mean, and Muslim women are not just like a blank piece of paper. Like we are people too, and so we have dreams and desires and things that we want to to do. Mm-hmm. And and you know, who said that as a Muslim woman, I cannot fulfill my dreams? Right now, I was not always thinking like that. 
you know, in the beginning, I was like, oh, I got to let this go. I let right. that go. And I just got to be in the mosque. That's it. Mm-hmm. Read Quran. That's it. Take my Islamic classes. That's it. And I was thinking about anything else. And so, but what, I mean, that wasn't, I wasn't really being. But that wasn't everything. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. like I wasn't igniting my creativity. Mm-hmm. You know, I was just mm-hmm. like making sure I stayed in Islam and. Mm-hmm. And I was scared of beauty and scared of all this mm. stuff because I didn't know how it was going to take me back to what I was. Right. You know, right. so the, 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 the revamp of how Allah brought it all back, mm-hmm. I'm yeah. so grateful. It certainly sounds like the stages of development that we yeah. go through, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, so. yeah, we go through. And I, I really enjoyed our conversation. Sister, I you too. are a beautiful sister. Oh, thank you. You know, so not much. not just physically your beautiful sister, but also your energy. Oh, and thank your you spirit. so much. Um, so and I, I believe that you've blessed the Nora Speaks listeners and, oh, and, thank you. and me. But is there anything that you'd like to leave in closing? Okay, so essentialnutrients.com. Yes. Get your nutrients liquid, with a Z. Nutrients with a Z. Get your Alice Shine hair dress, liquid shimmer hair oil, and you know, get a product that's worry free. Get a product that's going to maintain your salon look. Get a product that you can read the ingredients, okay? So I leave you with www.essentialnutrients.com. I leave you with, if you have anything that you want to get out in the world, you have not brought it out, I say bring it out. Find someone that's going to ignite you and propel you forward to bring the idea out. Don't just let it sit. That's one. And two, you know, have good energy mm-hmm. so that you can attract good people that's going to um, inspire you and who want to see you succeed and, um, you know, you want to um, keep yourself motivated in the sense of studying, um, in the sense of getting the right books to read that's within the field that you want to bring out. And also, too, um, having faith in Allah, having faith in what Allah has um, in you and trust that Allah knows how to bring it out into the world and be there as a a vehicle for that. And that means that you got to be humble. Mm. And that means that you got to work from a place of no ego. That means that you got to really humble yourself because it's not you. It's really Allah. So I leave you with that. It's not you. It's really Allah. And um, bring your product out. Bring your business out, your nonprofit, your, you know, your jewelry making, whatever it is. Don't sit on it. Yes, that's beautiful. Thank you so much. You're welcome. And uh, I would love, um, you know, as you grow, because I'm looking for my skincare products now. (laughs) (laughs) Essential nutrient skincare. Um, People are like, where's your shampoo? Where's your conditioner? Where's your leave-in? You know, everybody's got all these requests. (laughs) So I I anticipate having you back on. We can talk about that and other things. Absolutely. I would love to be, I would love to come back. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you again for listening to the Nora Speaks podcast. Be on the lookout for another episode coming at you fresh next week. And as always, if you want to learn more about me and the work that I do, visit my website, norazahira.com. Or if you have a listener question that you would like me to answer on air, you can email me at questions at 
You can also follow me on Facebook at Noor Zahira Muhammad and on Instagram at Noor Z20. I'll be sure to include links to the above in today's show notes. If this show has value to you, please like and subscribe and share it out with family and friends. And be sure to check out previous episodes. And remember, don't just join the movement, be the movement. Stay in peace.